0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hoops Crew. It is the best sports podcast that you've never heard of. I'm Frank Severich, and you've probably never heard of me either, but that is okay because this is a special emergency edition. Hashtag for the Potomac Yard. Uh, we are here today to, uh, uh, in very unusual circumstances, a, a, a thing happened that I think none of us were, uh, were prepared for. We have a very special guest with us today uh, to, to talk through um, a, a wild week in, uh, in Washington sports history. Uh, and to go through all of this, I need to welcome in my amazing co-hosts. Let's start with um, the man on the road, Greg Toomey. Hello, Greg. Greg, you are on mute. Uh, if you are, there we go. Hey there. There we are. <laughs> We're learning. We're learning
1: technology. We're learning.
0: We're learning. All about. Greg's on the road today uh, for our listeners. Uh, Greg, you're at the gas station right now, I believe.
1: I'm headed to Potomac Yards uh, with a picket sign.
0: Uh huh.
1: And I'm going to be sitting there um, until until i get some answer
0: until 2027 or whatever so
1: 2027 yeah yeah there we
0: go well good thank thank you for fighting the good fight out there we appreciate <laughs> yeah. it um let's also welcome my second amazing co-host matthew sparacino hello matthew
2: hey frank i apologize in advance if my energy is a little low it's it's been a rough week um things happened this week very quickly uh and it, it's it's been a bit of a bummer it's been it a bit has. of a downer of a week so uh we're we're gonna get into it though i'm glad that greg is able to be with us uh hopefully safely <laughs> the yeah episode. we're good we're good uh right now we're seeing just like a black screen it's
0: someday. just a black void but
2: we, which i we assume is that-
0: what potomac yard looks like I think
2: it it does yeah. at least at this point because they haven't actually constructed anything. There's a Virginia Tech campus there, or there's gonna be. I'm not sure which. Okay, I haven't. I gotta say, I haven't spent a lot of time over there lately because I I haven't had to go to Target. <laughs> but
0: fair uh, enough, fair yeah, enough. I'm
2: I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. Frank, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing okay. I, you know, we're trying to keep it. This show, you know, we try to keep things positive and funny, but I got to say, I think like all of us on this call, it was a bit of a heartbreaking, depressing uh, start to the week. It kind of kind of little bombshell rocked our world.
2: It happened so fast. Yeah. Monday Monday was the first day there was kind of any news. And then Tuesday, it was like, oh, they're, they're voting
0: Interesting.
2: And then Wednesday was the press conference.
0: Well, let's we'll we'll go through the whole thing of how we got here in a second. But before we get into that, we need to welcome a very special guest. Long rumored. The fans have been clamoring for him to do an episode like this. We don't need one Sparacino. We need two Sparacinos. We need the elder Sparacino. Some would say the better Sparacino. And I'm thrilled to welcome him. Michael Sparacino hello how are you Mike thanks guys for having me um
3: I'm you know kind of a little bit below the line if I'm gonna be honest but you know I'm glad to see that there's at least one fan who's willing to go to Potomac Yard (laughs) right um there's also you know in addition to a target there's a Barnes and Noble there so Mm. it does have that going for itself um and it good may drummers. not be as dark as you think because the planes that are flying over it as they land at national um but yeah oh, thanks that's, for the yeah, invite that's for this evening gentlemen um you know it's glad to finally get an invite for this show so I- <laughs> yeah.
0: you are always welcome on this show you have an open invite whenever you want to join us i'm joking
3: i'm joking um yeah as there's probably been I can't count how many invites I probably turned out. So I'm glad we were able to. Yeah, we've happened. We've been better. So I wish it was, you know, much
0: better. circumstances. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, what if... Mike, I just, are you excited for the concert venue next to the airport? Are you excited oh. to see? <laughs>
3: Which one? So there's like the arena and then mm-hmm. there's the smaller concert venue that literally looks like a, it's a hangar from the airport, literally. <laughs>
0: It's um it's gonna be great. Um, so what are we talking about here today? We're talking about the fact that well, okay, let's talk about let's go back a while. I want to go back to 1997 when a man named Abe Poland who owned the Washington Wizard, well, they were the Bullets. Bullets, but then became the Wizards that year and moved the team into a little place called Chinatown in downtown Washington D.C created the MCI center now known as the capital one arena. Um, and, uh, and the team has been there ever since Ted Leonsis bought the team from Abe Poland, uh, and, and uh, uh, after Poland passed away. And, uh, and, and that brings us to the present where this season, uh, wizards fans were already in a tough spot, right? Uh, we, we, we we got rid of all of our good players in the off season. We're bottoming out. We're 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 tanking. We're rebuilding as a franchise, which is hey, a breath of fresh air, a, a chance for us to build anew from the f- from the ashes. A, a phoenix will rise. Um, but this was not something. Uh, that we uh, necessarily ca- saw coming. We uh, there were some rumblings about negotiations with d c for some sort of capital investment in the capital One arena and uh, and remodeling and renovations and stuff. And then all of a sudden, this week, uh, on Monday, it was announced that uh, there was a plan to move the Caps and the Wizards to Potomac Yard in Alexandria. They voted on it on Tuesday. It was sort of like, oh, this might actually be happening. And then on Wednesday, there was an announcement with Ted Leonsis and my beloved governor, Glenn Youngkin, uh, a great guy keeping our schools free of c- critical race theory, um, you know, really on the front lines of um, uh, of destroying a lot of things I care about. Um,
2: so Frank, that- what, what what was your uh, favorite moment? last fall knocking doors for Glenn Youngkin what <laughs> sticks out in your mind as far as the people you met oh boy conversations you had
0: uh just the such such creative bumper stickers you know I just think that there's such mm-hmm. good bumper stickers and yard signs and and Youngkin um Youngkin fans yards um uh yeah, and I'm just so I, I I'm sure all of them are going to be lining up to go see the Wizards and the Capitals play in Potomac Yard. Um, a lot of
2: Wizards fans in Potomac Yard.
0: <laughs> Mike, let's start uh, with you. Yeah, let's start with you. How how are you? You know, you gave us a little bit of how you're doing right now. How did you take this news? Uh, you know, what has been. What has been going on with you this week? Because I would say it's 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 a little bit heightened for us to say that this is an emergency pod. Because hey, this is like a day or two after it actually happened. <laughs> but we're recording at eleven o'clock at night. We we made this happen because we had to talk about it. And I want to hear yeah. how you're doing. Like what went through your head? Where it's where's an your mind ongoing, at?
2: Ongoing, ongoing state of emergency. Yes, yes so, that's right. So, yeah.
0: Um.
3: So when the first like the vote by the and I'm not gonna try to act like I totally sure. know everything about Virginia politics and everything, but I think sure. the committee that had the vote in the legislature um, the other day about the arena um, and the development, and when that happened, I was like, "Oh, okay, Virginia's just like trying to position themselves." So the same thing kind of happened right. with the football right. team a couple years ago with like the stadium, yep. and then everything fell through. And then, yeah. um it the announcement it leaked out that they were having the news conference like two days later and i was like okay this is kind of weird like maybe it won't be like a super big thing but okay and maybe theodore is trying to um you know position himself with the district to get what he wants and then as it all played out on Wednesday, was it yesterday? It was, it was yesterday morning, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, it seemed very final. Um, it seemed like this was months in the works. Um, there was renderings. There was tents. There was the microphone had the monumental logo.
2: Um, yeah, it was not thrown together. Yeah, it wasn't
3: thrown together. And as I like thought about it more and more, it just kind of seemed like maybe it was kind of done in bad faith and mm. a very secret negotiation took place. Um I read today that supposedly the first time DC saw the proposal was the night before the press conference when the deal well, was already done. Not that I think if you're negotiating, you go with them and with the proposal. But if that's the first time they got wind of this, and I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Like, I find that weird. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the fact that you know Bowser was like, "Here's our five million dollar offer, and it's our like final and best offer." Yeah. After all this leak, like that's not something you say when you're having, you're trying to like actually close a deal and. Like have a good negotiation. That's something that you say when you're like trying to show that you tried and trying to save face with your constituents. Um so yeah, I I just like from Monday to yesterday, it felt like zero to a hundred. And now I, I I don't know. Like, I mean, we can talk about like the money and stuff, and I'm sure we will like. Nothing's final yet Mm -hmm. set in stone, but just the way it came off to me made it feel like this is more likely to happen than not. No, like one of the other things is like the legislate the full legislature has to vote on it. And you know, it could not pass that. And then I think, like, I don't know, the city council or something has to vote on it. And the whole entire city council was on
0: the stage, supposedly. So oh boy, doesn't sound good. I Think it's probably going to pass, that's that's my guess, yeah. Um, I think we that we've got a few
2: more good years though, because well, yeah, 2027, 20, 28,
0: something, something like, like that, that. yeah. I mean, it's, they
3: talked about breaking ground in 2025,
0: yep. Oh. but so we're, I get mean, these I guess
2: years of the Wizards,
3: yeah, yeah right,
0: they're, they're gonna, gonna open good the, just in time the to the tar- with, yeah. and, oh. with a good team. What
3: like Cooper Flag in his sophomore <laughs> yeah. campaign or something? Cooper Flag, Bilal, Koulibaly, Yeah, and I'm not. Hey, if if that happens, I mean, I feel like Cooper Flag would be like, I don't know a lot about Cooper Flag. I just know he's white. He's going to do. <laughs> he sounds like, like he a white supremacist. A great yeah. way to open up a new arena in Potomac
1: Yard. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> that's a great. That's a great point. What I, I think that a part of the underpinning that for people who are listening who maybe don't um aren't huge Wizards fans or like are, everyone. Are, are like yeah, right. Yeah, or, or whatever. Like, yes, there there aren't a lot of Wizards like, fans in the world. Don't
2: know no don't know like DC geography, because I think yeah.
0: that's helpful too. I think a part of what you need to understand about the situation is that there is a rivalry that is sometimes friendly, but is kind of also like a little bit serious between DC, Maryland versus Virginia. Um, so I think the fact that it's Virginia makes it worse too. Um, for a lot of reasons. Yeah. As opposed to Maryland, I I think moving to Maryland would have been bad too, but I think that there, there are reasons why it feels worse in Virginia. Um, and there are reasons why they're moving uh, that we can talk through. But I also, I want to hit, I, let's let's go to the man in the car. Uh, <laughs> Greg, how are you doing? What are you thinking about all this as you're listening? Um,
1: you can hear me okay? Just, you know, make sure we We can, sure
0: yeah,
1: we're on we can even see you. Here.
0: We can we hear can you. We can even see you. Bro. Yeah, we can see you great. Yeah.
1: This is nice. This is nice. Actually, I want to do more pods like this. This is kind of a nice. It's kind of cool. Yeah relaxing um what are we talking about now uh yeah i'm driving i'm actually so check this out so i'm actually driving i'm on 14th. Uh, 14th. Uh-huh. yeah right now so i'm passing by some of the area in a way mm-hmm. where is. well now that i left the Tomic yard because i what i did was i just put my sign in the ground i figure i'll come back and nobody's there right now so i'll come back right, to yeah. that yeah so we're passing, we're in the heart of DC right now. We're passing park club uh, park. Mm-hmm. Some people know that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, it's like, we're God, John wall. If he was still on this team, would be he, rolling. in is Rose bar. Yes. He is
0: rolling in the Rose bar. That's right. He was
1: rolling in the Rose bar.
0: Greg, are it's you experiencing not, a lot of crime as you drive through the
1: city? Oh my God. Good it's question. rampant. It's rampant right now. I can't, there's so much crime that like, there's, there's this one family over here that's walking and they look they're dressed up there's this guy over here with a shopping bag just minding his own business there's a there's a guy no 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 wait a second okay i did see a guy just try to hold this girl's hand and she (laughs) pulled her hand away from him wow like maybe they're in an argument so that could be i think that might be a crime describe that as a hate crime sure although i don't know if they know what a hate crime is at fox news but that it is rough down here to answer your question, Mike. It is rough.
0: I, that's another part of the underpinning here, just to say the quiet part out loud, is it is like reinforcing this narrative about DC being this crime ridden dystopia right now. That's I'm passing some, a winter,
1: um, um, a winter like, uh, like shopping, beer garden okay. like, pop up, like, and, and that looks dangerous to me,
2: yeah, because like there's
1: like Christmas bar? lights no okay. it's like uh pop-ups like are a usually park. pretty dangerous yeah. yeah it's a park and it has like christmas lights and
0: does it and look like, like it has like good permitting like
1: holiday it could be the permits are illegal the
0: that permits might be, be okay it could
1: be part of it yeah yeah we
0: should um yeah we should alert the authorities about that so just crime everywhere you look really. pretty
1: much i mean oh what If you want me to, the last thing I'll say because I don't want to, I don't want to just harp on. I do see a police car here. Now this could be serious. Let's okay, okay. They're direct. They're helping. They're directing a little bit of traffic. (laughs) So this little bit of I mean, this stuff. Well, actually, you know what? I take it back. He's in his car. He could be on his phone. He's he's on either TikTok or Instagram. He's
0: playing Marvel Snap.
1: He might be playing Mario Run. That's (laughs) That's a big deep deep cut reference to a game on the iphone there good game um yeah it was good actually but you can yeah, pay I, to
0: play after the first level i don't like that you know, but, you know. my
1: point with all that is and this is a serious point i wanted to make is it yeah. like you know now people are going to start talking you know people are going to start talking about the wizards this week you know mm-hmm. because of this i i just want to say keep your my fucking city
0: out your fucking mouth so Fuck a lot yes of these people. Fuck yes
1: now you know, but the Will Bonds and the Tks defending and, and oh, yeah. going after Ted, I can appreciate that because they're Absolutely. You know, they have a lot of roots here. Shout out to those. I don't guys. like this That's... whole thing because it's like they don't under people don't understand how fucking it is true that there is that DC does have a higher crime whatever. Sure. For the most majority of them are property crimes, which has to do with people taking stuff, which normally you take stuff because you don't have stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, fuck off. Okay. Cause Mm -hmm. it's just so fucking annoying. Mm -hmm. And how do you fix that? You invest in the city. You don't Mm -hmm. fucking leave. I'm not saying it's Ted's responsibility to fix the economy, but he could. I mean, he has enough money to do it. So, you know, yeah. he would be a great part of that. So it's just like, you know, that's the main thing I'm upset with. Truthfully, D.C. is a small geographically compared to a, like a lot of major sports cities. So there's not a, another place for the stadium, really, in the city. Sure. If they did it. I mean, maybe where RFK is, where the old football team played. But, you know, so, you know, it's literally like a 10 minute. But it's more it's more than that. And and I'll let you all, you know, and a lot of people a lot of people don't drive. We were talking Mm -hmm. about how it's harder.
2: It's harder for basically anyone in DC or Maryland to driving would be
1: offered there to get there. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's
0: gonna be a fucking nightmare to get to this new stadium. It's gonna be
1: such a pain in the ass.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're basically
3: shifting from dead center in the metro line, yes, you know, to the bottom of the map, more or less, yeah. like for lack of yeah. any other better term. But like, even people from Virginia are gonna have to take long rides. Like, if you're like, yeah, west
2: like in mm-hmm.
3: to go south, you're gonna have to go all the way into Roslyn and then transfer and head back south. Yeah, and, and so it's and... gonna be a mess with the airport, like maybe they'll be running out the plane out of the city. Um like I I know it's not the same thing and like FedEx is an absolute shithole, but yeah, I mean that's I keep thinking about that, like how bad that has always been to get out of that stadium and not mm-hmm. that this is the same thing, but one thing that I saw like this week in the media and stuff almost as like a selling point was like there's gonna be a ginormous parking garage or whatever, but like for 20 fucking thousand people like no yeah that, that doesn't i mean when i remember when mci center first opened and like you come out of that gallery place station mm-hmm. and you're like right there and you walk you're, around you're there the arena yes this is, like after going like the only games i had gone were like cap center rfk mm-hmm. like the old Memorial Stadium at Memorial Stadium in yeah, Camden Yard, but like you were right there. Like you never Absolutely. experienced anything like that. I guess like at RFK, you would get off at Armory, but still not the same. Like,
2: yeah, but it's like coming coming up the escalator onto the like city street You hear
0: the go-go music. Oh people. Yeah. So, so yeah. The, the
3: the go-go music that irritates Theodore, supposedly, according to um David Aldridge's article today. Um yeah. So, like, just to go back on, like, the, the crime aspect of all this, like, in that that go-go snippet that Aldridge had, like, I totally believe that, like, this is the dude who traded John Wall because, mm-hmm. you know, John Gang Wall server of the DC community, mm-hmm. the person who is, like, the the athlete we can probably say has rep DC harder than any other athlete mm-hmm. all because of a five second video where he threw up some gang signs.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, oh, that's, that's good. And when I've heard, I haven't listened because I don't listen to them, but I've heard like on DC sports radio the last couple of days, like on the sports junkies and the grand and dannies, and basically all the radio hosts who are white. There's, they're taking a whole bunch of calls and a whole bunch of talking about crime being a major factor for avoiding games. And like people are just super racist, racist. I feel like people act like you see a homeless person walking down the street. Your, your life is immediately at risk. (laughs) Um, I mean, like these people act like, I guess the way I feel is if you're too scared to take the red line to Gallery Place and literally walk directly into mm-hmm. the arena with thousands of other people, like maybe just quite simply, like no city is the place for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: And with that being said, the Caps sell out the majority of their games. Right. Still, I don't think like they ended their sellout streak this year. I don't yeah. think it was because of crime. They, no, uh, they missed the playoffs.
0: It's because they're not and as good.
3: They're yeah. not as good, but they're still selling out the majority of their games. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I mean, for the wizards, that's why
2: the whole thing doesn't pass the smell test. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: For the wizards, there's a hundred reasons to not attend their games, you know, like <laughs>
2: their record
3: <laughs> in their roster. I mean, yeah. Let alone. Cry. I mean, it's not crying.
0: No, I, I mean, I the... I've been thinking Go this, ahead, Matt. this
2: whole week. I've been thinking this whole week. Um, about we've talked about this a number of times. MCAT brings it up. Shout out to, to her and Chloe. But the the shift that the Warriors have made in recent years mm. from playing in Oakland to San Francisco. And we've talked about that move before as being kind of like a, a stealth relocation of a team, like mm-hmm. a team that doesn't change its name, doesn't really, you know, it's not moving like from Seattle to Oklahoma City, but it's still. A major shift in the organization and who is going to those games and seeing those games, and it—I I do think that that is part of why this. You know, we're we're talking about taking the metro to Potomac Yard and like, oh, well, if you don't want to take the metro, you can drive and parking, whatever. But like, a lot of people if they can't take public transit to the games. They're just not going to be able to go to the games at all. And you see what's happened in the Bay Area and how those crowds have changed, how much how much more expensive those tickets have gotten, who's able to go, who's not able to go. Um, I read this quote this week. It was, uh, fuck, I forget which player, but it was from when the Pistons moved from Detroit to Auburn Hills, which was a long time ago at this point. But the players said, "You know, we used to play downtown in front of the auto workers, and now we play in front of their executives."
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and that, you know, that's that's kind of what that is. What happened in the Bay Area, and it feels like that's what this is going to be as well. Except, mm-hmm. in, you know, Amazon executives. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: yeah, I mean, so so here's a here's a trivia question for you all. Um, how many how many teams in the NBA actually play
0: within like the city lines? Wow. City That's a man. great question. That's a great question. Okay, let me can I do some quick thinking? So I th- I feel like the Bucks do, the Knicks do, Brooklyn, well, yeah. so like, Philly, Philly. So does Philly? I don't know. Let yeah, me
3: maybe. I'll make this easy for you. Every single team does. There's one, two exceptions. And I think they're kind of they're, they're like there's two the only one that literally right now does not well and oh, guys another crime update kinda, I, got- I don't know how you want to say it, is the Warriors
1: mm-hmm. and
3: they're not like they represent the Bay Area I wouldn't necessarily like they were in Oakland for forty some years like they're not the they're not the Oakland Warriors so huh? like but they did play there for forty years and now they're they're in. San Fran so they would be one the other one the Clippers are moving next season to Inglewood right as someone who lived in LA for five years I'm sure someone from LA would would argue with me but I would think it's it's kind of comparable to it's like moving within like like if you were to look at the LA city lines like it's like a super gerrymandered district almost Mm. like the lines are so out of whack like for example like west hollywood is its own city that literally is 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 encompassed all around by the city of los angeles so Mm. like there's like different pockets and stuff of like what's considered the city and what's not inglewood is its own city Mm. but it's very much part of like la and culture and everything so i don't know if that's necessarily the same but so with other than those two exceptions which i feel like are very like finite exceptions and i think if the zards move and and the caps move right across the river like they're still gonna be within like the greater dc area it's not gonna be the same the pistons moving to auburn hills it's not even going to be the same as when they were at the cap center and in, in landover mm-hmm.
2: but yeah it's close but yeah
3: i mean every single arena for right now is
2: pretty much like within city city yeah. lines
0: that's and interesting it's, it's, it's yeah. one of
2: those things that because that's something ted said i think at the press conference Act like it's only i don't know three miles four miles whatever it is um but it's we, we talk about this in dc kind of on the other side of town uh the river that cuts dc in half but like you you know you cross these rivers it's it's further than just the the mileage like there's a very you know from chinatown to potomac yard as as greg will tell you he just did the drive greg by the way do you have a crime update are you
1: okay were you being carjacked mm. What's going on? oh yeah yeah i'm sorry i had a cr- i didn't mean to interrupt i didn't want to interrupt But big crime crime is. I just parked my car, and in Mm -hmm. front of the liquor store, there was like six dudes shooting a music video.
0: Really? Oh my god! Do you think they had correct permitting?
1: They they might have it actually
0: because they had some pretty nice lights.
1: I don't know who it was. I kind of want to walk down and act like I'm like I don't see him and just like walk through it.
0: It could be great exposure for the pod, actually, if you if you go down them. and yeah,
1: let's do Get that. On camera, shout out the yeah. pod. Yeah. I think they, I mean, they weren't being loud or anything, which I, I don't know, I'm worried. That's the scary part, you know?
0: You should That's send a complaint worried, yeah. for them being too quiet. Yeah, I could use yeah. a
1: little more music. Yeah. <laughs> My music videos at the liquor stores.
0: Matt, were you going to, I have a thing, a point I want to make, but Matt, I know you were, you were in the midst of a point. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, well, I, just quickly, a point I'd like to make. I'm. I have three hats here. You guys saw me grab some hats. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that this sort of underpins like why there's, there's obviously, there's a lot of obvious reasons to be upset.
1: When, Demi when obvious moves.
0: reasons, honestly. Denny obvious reasons. Yes, absolutely. Um when I was when I, when I was uh working for City Year in DC, uh, we had a speaker come in, a guy who's lived in DC his whole life, uh in Southeast, and he told us that there are two uh DC is like a tale of two cities, right? There's Washington and then there's DC, right? Washington is what you think of when there's the federal government. And there's, you know, Congress and president and blah, 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 right? And then DC is the people who live there, you know, the people who have been there their whole lives, you know, uh, they, they might have something, they might be, you know, working in the Capitol, but they're not, you know, passing laws or anything like that. They're, they're the ones actually like making sure the building works, stuff like that. Right. They are, um, and I, that has always stuck with me. And I think that that's a very true thing. And I, when I, when I, I, proudly rep these teams, I proudly rep um, these logos. But, you know, when I look at my, my caps hat, right? Stanley Cup uh, champs, it's a W for Washington, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When I look at my Nats hat, right? Love the, love the Nats. A, amazing World Series win. It's a W for Washington, curly, right?
2: Curly W, iconic.
0: But when, When I am wearing a wizard's hat, more often than not, and this isn't always true, but more often than not, it has a DC logo on it. And they chose to represent DC. And that was a conscious decision that they made. And I feel like that really ingratiated itself to a lot of people, including me, which is why this hurts, right? Because Potomac Yard feels like Washington. But Chinatown's DC, you know?
2: And Potomac Yard is barely washington
0: it's barely washington it's barely
2: that was well said yeah that was it was and you're right they the team and i think i think wisely because i i think what you're talking about i think washington those are the people at the nats games a lot of i think the caps games are are probably the the best balance Mm -hmm. of any of the teams of the two but the people at the wizards games are DC for sure and they market to that with and we have tons of it I mean you just showed your hat I have uh, th- at least three or four wizards hats that have DC or mm-hmm. district or I have one that has the DC flag Um, various slogans for the district rep the district we mm-hmm. all have have seen and retweeted and worn this shit so it's it, you're right. It it comes across as particularly just upsetting. And mm-hmm. um, it, it felt like we were played. Mm-hmm. It felt like um, for all that we've criticized her, it felt like Mayor Bowser and the council got played. And it feels like at the end of the day, th- this is good for... Um, it's good for a lot of people in Virginia. It's good for the economy of Alexandria. It's good for the politicians, the local politicians who brought it in. Um, I'm sure it's going to be good for some of the people that live there. But at the end of the day, it feels like who this is really good for is Ted Leonsis mm-hmm. and for his company. And, mm-hmm. you know, you could say that's what business is and that's what his job is. But uh, I would. Point you to the man who moved the Wizards into DC, who you shouted out at the beginning of the pod, Frank, A. Poland.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I went back and I, I share this with you guys, but I read an article from 1997 about opening night at the MCI Center. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it describes uh, just kind of Poland and uh how how he was that night how he felt and the struggle to get that arena built and delays you know dealing with mary and barry which i'm sure was a, a god i would have loved to be in those meetings but mayor for uh, life i really to, mayor for life baby hey we just down here in southeast we just renamed a, a street mayor for life mary and barry <laughs> avenue baby no more good hope road but as it was already named um, that but okay yeah right (laughs) um yeah this is a this is a quote from abe who was in his 70s at the time he said i walked through that building and i get tears in my eyes it's unbelievable Mm. i've got everything i've ever done in my life on the line i pledged everything my advisors think i'm nuts but i wanted to do something special for my town Uh, And then it says in recent speeches and talks around the city, Poland has couched the project as a gift to Washington, his Mm. town, for helping make him a successful businessman. I don't want to sound corny, he said during a recent interview, but this is the nation's capital. It's been good to me all my life, and I decided to do it. Not everything is dollars and cents.
3: So, I mean, a Poland was... You know, like they didn't necessarily at, at least in the later years of his life, didn't have the best basketball team. Mm. <laughs> um,
0: sure. Sure.
3: Very yeah. True. Yeah. He was a extremely loyal person. Yeah. And extremely hearted person. In in when that that um arena opened in just one tidbit in the most Bullets, Wizards, Washington basketball to tidbit to about that arena opening. You know, they opened that arena like five games into the season. Because it couldn't open on time.
2: Wasn't ready. Um,
3: so they played like five games, I think, at the Cap Center and then opened the arena. <laughs> That's um, so like, funny. <laughs> that aside, in Poland went in that neighborhood when it was at its absolute worst. Um way worse than what it is now that you know mm-hmm. ted wants to move out of it a Poland didn't shy away because there was crime or you know it wasn't in tip-top condition he built yeah. it pretty much with his own money um he made that whole area for the better um he wanted to see the district thrive um he got it
2: and mm-hmm. i feel
3: like ted doesn't and You know, Matt and Frank, you're talking about, you know, how, especially with the Wizards branding, I mean, like, let's, let's be real. Like the team's not changing to the Virginia Wizards or like, it's still going to be Washington Mm -hmm. team, metropolitan area. And Frank, your story about like Washington versus DC or the district. I tell that story all the time. So I I love that,
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, but they've tried. With the Wizards branding more so than any of the other teams to you know embrace the DC of it all. Like when they first did that Wizards branding, you know, the old blue and, and mm-hmm. gold logo. It had the original DC logo. There was with the you know like the curly D and the in the C with the ball. Mm-hmm. And that, that didn't exist before they moved into the new arena. Um, there was no dc logo before that and and now it's taken on a life of its own you know there's the for the district the every single jersey and every single almost city edition jersey has district of columbia on it
2: i mean you we know, talked about the fucking boundary, the, boundary
3: stone All yeah. that we had to read like an essay about to totally understand the dc history the representation lesson. of what the jerseys were um you got the dc logo and the, they don't have it on the court this year i i guess not um, i guess yeah no, they the they have one. mostly they in best. the years past yeah they got the three they got the they got the stars and bars literally on the side of the court i guess the this the baseline of the court says the district of columbia yeah. um and i kind of wonder and, and Matt, your point about D.C. flags, you know, a team doesn't have to be in the district to actually have D.C. flag on their apparel. Because, you know, we always have the football teams, the black commanders. camo jerseys with that's their right. burgundy and gold D.C. flag, which is the most Brutal. lamest thing ever. It's <laughs> so bad. I also feel like part of the reason with the Wizards why they, you know, embrace the D.C. aspect is because the name is horrendous yeah yeah that's true (laughs) smart so like from a branding perspective it, it made sense um which kind of brings me to this point is they can't really use all that district branding when they move across the river this is ted thinking about changing the name back to the bullets when that
2: happens oh Maybe, I don't know. No, not to the bullet. That doesn't make any sense to move out of the quote-unquote crime ridden city and rechange
0: it. What name. about the lovers? What about the lovers? Yeah, that's a good Virginia's point. Virginia's for I, I lovers.
3: I don't automatically think guns when I think of like, you know, faster than a speed bullet, but you have a good point. It just made me think I, like you can't ditch all that and then what are you just going to fully embrace wizards? Like after you- I could see like, them- Rigged, I could definitely see
0: him changing of it for the last 15 years. Yeah. I yeah. well, Mike, you raised this other team and I, I told you guys before the podcast that I did this and um, I want to go through this with you. I, I compiled my rankings of the misery index for different DC sports teams right now. I think all of DC sports and granted, I'm only going to be speaking about quote, the big four. I'm not including the Mystics. I'm not including D.C. United. I'm the not including team. the Spirit. I'm not including the tennis team. No disrespect for those. I'm just including these teams for right now.
2: Shout out to the Defenders, the only team that is a D.C. team, not a Washington team.
0: I think I think that the, the index goes like this. I think that the most miserable team, I really think this, and I want to get your guys' input, I think the most miserable team in DC right now is the wizards. Yes. I think agreed. Our team is terrible. <laughs> we can't <laughs> win games and we're moving. Okay. So I, I have them at one number two, and this is where it gets a little harder, but I think the Nats are number two right now, because even though they had kind of a better season than we thought this year, they still traded Soto. They traded away everything after the World Series. We're maybe selling the team. Who knows what's going? Like there's there's a cloud hanging over that team right now. I think the Caps are in a little bit better position than that. So I had the Caps at three because the Caps are still competitive, even though they're not as good, but Frank, they are moving. Who, and who you haven't listed yet? I think the Commanders is the least miserable in the least miserable situation. There's no Snyder. Right. We're about yes. to fire Ron Rivera. I think the arrow is pointing up for the commanders. I think commanders fans are the happiest in DC right now. I'm <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not doing this to be a hot take guy. I'm being 100% serious. I think they are in the best position of- We are fucked, guys. Yeah. This is not good. I know. What do you guys think about that? Am I being crazy?
2: I, I agree with you that the Wizards are number one. The, the you know this is a, a moment in time these rankings are are going up and down all the time but mm-hmm. this week right now with this move and the team being a laughingstock mm-hmm. i mean this i've started i i should write them down but i i just notice all the time now when i'm watching tv or reading something about the league and there's just like a stray shot of wizards <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. i was listening to zach lowe's pod today speaking of bullets about, yeah know, yeah right. He was talking about Joel Embiid, and he was like, "Man, whenever like Philly was playing the Wizards a few nights ago, Embiid should have to play left-handed whenever he plays those guys." Because like, no, there's no lies. There, just like, though. that's true. Unfortunately, I know he's he scores fifty on us every single time. So we're just a laughing stock, and. I, yes, I think given that Snyder has sold the commanders, I'm willing to pull them out of that, you know, top spot going all the way to the other end of the list, though. I don't know if I can get on board for that.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe I'm being there's too. No,
2: there's no good choices, though.
0: I Maybe you put the caps at the at the least miserable, but no, I feel I like, like you would it. you would be kind of miserable. What do you think, Mike? So the caps.
3: I, I mean we're used to the caps being in the playoffs and stuff. They missed the playoffs last year. They had a horrible start at the beginning yeah. of the season. I, I know they've recovered some ground and stuff, but I, I, I've seen like a lot of analytics that how they've performed over the last like month or so isn't they there's not reason to really be hopeful like it's kind of not good and backstrom is more or less like out he's gonna retire yeah um and ovechkin he's chasing gretzky and he's only scored five goals this season like at this point like ovi's gonna go into the new arena and like trying to like still break the record four years from now like with Uh, the pace that he's at and like i'm sure he'll get hot and score more goals and it's i i'm not like as high on the caps with that being said like i don't i'm not really high on any of these teams yeah yeah before what happened this week with the zards while the games this year have been painful I've been super excited just about the fact, like, yeah. there's a new reg- regime Absolutely. management. Yeah. And I think when you look at the Zards and you look at the Nats and you look at the football team, there are all these teams that are doing poorly now. I mean, the Nats did improve last year, but they're still doing poorly. They're all teams mm-hmm. that are doing poorly, but you have some upside and hope for. Mm -hmm. so like the zards have the new management um the football team has a new owner um with the the gnats they have all the young talent that they've been able to acquire through you know all their their fire sales and while nothing is necessarily like shining super bright and like super hopeful at the moment like there's still like this hope where you can see maybe like the path to like get there And with the caps, I almost feel like it's the opposite. Like they're, they're treading in the wrong direction. Mm. And I'm not really answering your question, Frank.
0: No, you kind of are. Maybe, maybe the caps are. Almost doomsday for
3: all the teams. And the
0: the caps are, and the caps are moving too. Like we've been
3: very
2: focused on the wizards and I, I think for good reason, but it's, you know everything we are saying about commuting to a wizards game that's applying to the caps as well mm-hmm. and um frank like we we have memories of being in chinatown watching absolutely Stanley cup games and you know we've been sharing pictures and uh, yeah i really don't know yeah i don't know greg do you uh do you is there a crime anything?
0: update greg or or uh any other thoughts that you have here um,
1: yeah, I mean, there's always crime updates. You know, living in DC in the heart of it, um, sometimes rats run around. And wow!
0: Do they have a permit for that?
1: They well, they're permanently in my backyard. That's, that's annoying. A, is that what a permit means? I,
0: I, I don't know. I guess we'll have to call the cops vermint, to find out.
1: There's there's verm verm vermit
0: varmint varmint
1: yeah vermin i feel like the part of the pod that mike needs to understand is that a lot of what i contribute is mm-hmm. high level work it's yeah. high level absolutely um, i, I can research. absolutely see that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah which takes. i do pretty high level stuff he's there. kind
0: of the analytics guy yeah, i'm a yeah. the, the numbers
1: yeah. guy i'm an analytics guy mm-hmm. yeah, i got don't got really this... talk with feel you don't have
0: emotions uh...
2: really no. Throughout this podcast, Greg has been at, at various times driving, mm-hmm. pumping gas, mm-hmm. eating, mm-hmm. walking around. Folding laundry.
0: And, you catch me with the laundry? Music video. Yeah. You yeah. caught me with the laundry. No, but it's good. It's good. You were doing but what you needed good. to do. Yeah.
2: You're, doing, you're coping. It's all coping.
0: Yeah. Well, well, another point.
1: This is interesting, right? So I'm in this show right now. Uh-huh. at Signature Theater, which is in Arlington, which is Sherlington, Virginia. And none of none of them listen to this podcast, so I don't have to worry about this, you know, ever. Was everyone anywhere.
2: in Sherlington uh, a buzz about the Wizards? There was a buzz. The so there's yards. a buzz. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's a buzz. It was what's contagious.
0: Yeah.
1: What's interesting about that theater is it's um, apparently the show I'm doing is the highest grossing show they've ever done. Like Wow. 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 And um, it's like the tickets. If you look on the website, some of them are like a hundred forty dollars,
0: wow. and
1: they're like it's a small theater. It's like a two hundred seat house, maybe a little less. One hundred forty dollars. And I thought about that the there. Then I was like, man, you want to take your family out to the theater? You got five people. You're paying six hundred six hundred dollars for a night out to the theater.
2: But yeah, that's why no one goes to the theater. Yeah,
1: but I mean, but yet like, they're selling but i guess where i was going with that is like it, it, the the thing is the audiences that see this show like the show is a you know for the listeners i mean it just deals with it's ragtime it's a book that's based on you know class race racism um immigration all these things that are just like so relevant but it's just like the people that see it at that price you know they're the see it's like the thing you all were saying about the um the CEOs of the companies sitting in the front row, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. but in DC, I don't feel like they ever really did a good job. I will not want to say ever, but especially in the last few years, because we've been to a lot of games, Matt, where like the people who need to be at the game, who are a part of the basketball, a part of the culture of, and I know we're focusing on basketball, but there's no, kids don't play hockey in the fucking streets in DC. I'm sorry, but they just, they don't do that. Maybe there's a, drink somewhere. Weedon Regional Park, maybe shout out to them <laughs> mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> the kids, they, they, it just, they never really embraced, especially in the last few, I'm just speaking the last few years, but I've been going to games for a long time, for like, probably for like 10 years, like strong. And they just, they don't, you don't get the people in the city who, it's like, true. really are a part of it to get to experience it's the true. meaningful part of it. And that's what I was saying about the show. It's like, I wish there was a way for the feet, you know, that something that's important and relevant and meaningful and inspire, you know, potentially inspires people are, they're not the ones seeing that. You well, <laughs>
2: so know, like, I, I said, um, I said just a couple of weeks ago to you guys that I wish, um, that basketball teams, sporting events, I think do what, what some theaters do, which is like rush tickets or low income tickets or. Yeah. You okay, what you can, box yeah. An hour income based tickets, mm-hmm. there's yeah, right, and and that I you know I suggested that knowing that that's just kind of not a thing that's going to happen in a billion mm-hmm. dollar industry, but uh, you can definitely bet with them moving to this new complex <laughs> that's going to cost billions of dollars literally to build. I don't think they're going to be offering, no. yeah, pay, no. pay what you can tickets. I don't think the games are going to become no. more accessible,
3: yeah. So Greg, well, you said no one's playing hockey in the in in the city. Are you implying like you might have to go into Virginia to say like an ice skating rink in yeah. Boston to play hockey like the Caps? Yeah,
1: the Caps would have to do that soon, I think. Yeah,
3: I'm talking about where they practice right now.
1: Yeah, which, oh,
3: I-, I, I I'm which. I'm just pointing out that they practice in, in Virginia, not a big deal. And actually, not. if you've never been to a Caps practice before, they're open to the public, or at least they used to be at. I don't know if they still are. If you haven't done that, it's amazing. And it's it's like literally you're right up with it against the glass as they practice.
0: That's uh, so cool. cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I got to go. It's really cool. Oh. And that was one of the legit... I wrote down... T- well. I will say that is the only legit thing of this whole thing that i I wouldn't say I agree with Ted on, but I'm saying I get where he's coming from. He's saying that he wants to have adjacent training practice facilities to the stadium, which most modern stadiums do have. I get why that's yeah. an important thing for the team, you know, it makes travel, practice, conditioning, all that stuff so much easier all in one site. i'm I'm in favor of that. And I guess it would be hard to do that in Chinatown for various reasons. I don't think that justifies moving the team, but I do get why that is a priority for the team in the long term. I think it's bullshit. Hell yeah. <laughs> why do you think it's bullshit? No, I think like, it's a
3: bullshit excuse. So, yeah. like, yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah, like I don't know facility. what every single team, where their training facility is. Well, if we go back to the part about how every single team, more or less has their arena within like their di- their city lines i don't think the other 29 teams have their training facility right next to it's a good point arena that's a good point, a good point. If we're going to talk about champ championship basketball and once again just relating to like experiences i know but if we take the lakers for example
0: mm-hmm
3: their training facility, sure as fuck, is not in downtown LA right next to-
0: It's not next to the Crypt?
3: Now, the, the Crypt or whatever.
0: <laughs> it's in
3: El Segundo, which like, with traffic could be a two-hour
0: drive. Oh, wow. That's actually good to know.
2: They, they just opened this big new arena. Yes. Like, like um, I don't know, f- five years ago, maybe less even. Has um, it even been that
1: long? maybe
0: yeah maybe less what's it called like the sports and entertainment the, arena yes
2: the <laughs> entertainment and sports arena actually frank in um <laughs> it's in southeast it's where the mystics and yeah the the go-go the wizards g-league affiliate which they might like want to chat consider ai name named, named an arena
0: like yeah. are <laughs> um
2: but yeah they 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 just opened this new facility it's a lot smaller it doesn't see near you know it's maybe a tenth of the size of capital one but it has practice facilities it has offices for monumental it has all this shit that ted said that they needed 5 years ago and and now with the move you know the the supposed move that's going to be coming to virginia he's also claiming that they're going to keep open the entertainment and sports arena for the gogo they're gonna move the mystics to Capital One Arena, which is also gonna stay open theoretically. That's what he says for concerts and the Mystics and other all right. and all of this new stuff in Virginia. And that just doesn't really make sense.
3: It doesn't make sense, and it kind of feels like either he's one of two things. Like either he doesn't. Want this to happen, or he's just trying to paint a rosier picture?
0: Yeah. What, what
3: really think. will happen? But if there's like any silver lining in what's happened this week, like ultimately, what between like monumental and the Commonwealth is is a non-binding agreement. So like, yeah, right. They're not tied <laughs> to anything and i think also like i don't totally understand where all the money is coming from so like the state is investing Mm zero dollars while we know ted has an offer on the table of at least 500 million from the sit from the district right uh i think in that agreement Monumental is investing $400 up front, $400 million up front, which is more than he would invest if he were to keep the arena downtown. And then, yeah, to your point, Matt, he's claiming that they're going to keep cap one open. How, like, how do they do that? Like, literally you're removing anywhere from 80 dates to, hey, one of those two sorry teams actually made the, make the playoffs to like a hundred dates. Mm -hmm. between the wizards and the caps Mm -hmm. the the mystics if they move into that arena are going to get nowhere near the same attendance if i'm georgetown basketball i'm like what the fuck literally like yeah if i mean we've been talking about like culture and like what embodies this city and stuff Mm -hmm and like even more so than the crappy wizards team it's georgetown basketball like mm-hmm. like they don't deserve to play at some second rate arena mm-hmm. um yeah what do they that, do and then like either you're gonna shrink the arena and it is gonna lose her out it's gonna lose out on acts to the new arena that's bigger I'm sorry either the arena size is going to stay the same and it's going to lose out to like the more modern bigger arena or you're going to shrink the size of it and it's not going to be able to attract the same events mm-hmm. as the other arena and you're not going to get in the same the same Yeah. Avenue. So and this week he talked about he he kind of implied and talked about like we're still going to upgrade and make upgrades and modernize Cap One. Well, like, why? If I'm the city, like you're not getting any money now. No, fuck The no. five hundred million dollars yeah. isn't still on the table. No. Um, and then this this St. Elizabeth facility, he literally had the city pay for that, and mm. now you're just gonna desert it. And why would you want your teams playing in three different venues, no matter, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the WNBA, I mean, I think there is technically is like growing pretty sure. rapidly. Like, For I know sure. a lot of the stadiums are selling more, but it just seems like, yeah, but why it's a, would it's it, a shorter
0: season? They're new, yeah. Sorry, Greg, I didn't mean to over-talk you. I was just saying, no, like, no, yeah, no, I'm no, all for no. bringing the Mystics in and, and having them in Capital One yeah. Arena. But, like, right. it's just the, the summer months, basically. Before, too. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. much shorter season. And you yeah. and you literally
3: moved them out of that arena because you felt the right. need to do that. Right. I'm not saying that's what they should have done, but, like, right. literally your, your reasoning was, we have to move them into this right. smaller venue, and now four years later or whatever you're like oh no actually just demand is so high we have to move them into a newer
0: place it's like that's that. a really good point actually and all of this i hadn't i hadn't been thinking about it from from that perspective <laughs> yeah that's uh well
1: well let's well, we're, we're, I, we're, yeah are we out of time i, I think i think we're coming up the on the end point. of the episode Did
0: you, let's let's go around let's let's do a let just just give me final thoughts. We'll start with you, Greg. You can do a hooper or yeah. a pooper if you want, but you can also just do a thought. Or a crime report, if you want to give us a crime report. I think, I think we're okay on the crime for now. Okay,
1: Um, I Good. will definitely let you know something happens before the end of the pod. I think, um, so <laughs> yeah, like, this whole thing is just ridiculous, but I think, um, sorry, what I was going to say was like, We've been so bad for so long. Like I mm. what normally cures this type like anything is like winning
0: mm-hmm.
1: of any kind. And I you know four years from now, if the Wizards are like the one of the best teams in the league, like true, I probably won't really mind as much. But I think it's just like, it's it's kind of like when we had the Wizards episode with the Beal, we kind of talked about all the missteps like over the 20, 20 mm-hmm. years or whatever of like the franchise. And like it, a lot of that comes back up because, especially with like the wall stuff, Mike, you were talking about, it's like John Wall really, like, I mean, he really did put his heart mm-hmm. on the line for this city. And I think he didn't have the management nor the ownership to fully understand what he was like capable of, not necessarily like at being the one that, you know, the best basketball player in the league or whatever, but just like, having that like city back in him and just like mm-hmm. what it meant for the city, if only they could have gotten, I mean, someone like KD or someone like when we had yeah. that team, I really think the reason why they couldn't and every time it happens has to do with ownership. And I just, cause people don't want to play here. It's not, I mean, but you know, that, that's the only thing I could really excuse it with is like, why would you not want to play for a basketball city? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like people don't, they want to be in a place where the cr- the crowd's going to be behind themselves. So anyways, that it just, this wouldn't be a thing if the ownership fucking understood from the beginning. And clearly they never did. There were some fun years in there. We're not losing ownership or anything, but you know, just the idea that, that they would leave the city. It's kind of, to me is like starting over. I also think if they're going to change the name, this would just be called the DMV.
0: The There's DMV
1: wizards. Just, or the, just DMV. the
3: DMV.
0: it's not just bad. Just the DMV. We have yeah.
3: one team called one team called the football, the Washington football team, and one team called the DMV. The DMV. The DMV. We're really getting it. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
0: That's um, all, Matt. Let's uh, let's go to you next. We'll save our guests for for the final word. Um.
2: Yeah. God, I don't know. I, Mike, I'm glad you brought up uh, Georgetown because that's mm-hmm. it's something we haven't like. It really explicitly talked about, but I I wonder if if there's anyone listening to this pod, you know, who's who's maybe not as familiar with the area, thinking like like DC and basket, like what are they talking about? The Wizards have sucked for years; they never win. But it's uh, when we talk about that history, it has a lot more to do with the colleges, Georgetown in particular, mm-hmm. the high schools here rivalries that go back to like the 50s, 60s. So yeah, uh, you know, Mike right now has a a photo of Len Bias mm-hmm. in his in the background, mm-hmm. uh, from our alma mater UMD. Um so yeah, there's there's just so much love for the sport in this area. And there's there's people in Virginia who love the who love the sport too. Sure. But um There's, there's, there's no team that I think would feel more wrong moving out of the city Mm. of, of the teams we were going through. Whoever, you know, whoever's the most miserable, we can debate that there's stiff competition, but, um, the reason I said the wizards were the most miserable, or at least the fans were the most miserable is because, You know the team probably will be winning in four or five years but if that's when they're moving that's almost gonna hurt just as bad like again it's, it's not it's not seattle to oklahoma city but remember when kd played yeah one season in that arena in seattle and then he was gone yeah it's it's not the same thing we again we can go sit in the traffic and Switch on to the fucking blue line or whatever it is. Mm. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look at that map, but mm. um Bowser doesn't that? know
3: either.
0: Is that right? Yeah uh, that's, that's mean, funny. yeah, well, she's oh. not
2: going down
3: there. No, she she in a press conference yesterday had like all her metro lines all mixed up in- is that right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a video worth worth watching. Look it uh, up, look it up uh, on the internet you'll you'll be in <laughs> I'll check that out. Sorry, Matt.
2: No, no, that's, uh, that's it. I guess, um, my Hooper of the week is Abe Poland. Yeah. He, we discussed my yeah. Hooper of the week is Ted Leonsis. That's very, um, yeah. One of the things Ted said at the press conference was he was like admiring the view across the river and he was like, I can see the Washington monument from here. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> dude. Do you know where you're you, leaving? Yeah, you gotta walk better to view. the Washington Monument from your <laughs> old arena. But anyways, <sighs> um, yeah, we'll get through it. We'll get through we it. And there's a lot of time left. This is the last yeah. thing I'll say. There's uh God, there's a lot of time between now and 2028. Um, this might not short, happen. We would love to see something change. I'm sure there will be bumps along the way, but assuming that this does eventually go through we still got some wizards games to go go That's to right. so we'll we'll show That's up and be loud we'll we'll do some uh some chanting in support of dc mm-hmm. and and maybe some other chance too maybe some ted chants. maybe we'll bring some signage i don't know we'll we'll figure it out yeah
0: mm. yeah um mike let's give you the last word you are our honored guest. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Uh, what say you? What thank you? What yeah, feel thanks you? For,
3: thanks for having me, guys. Um, I've enjoyed it um, for us. You know, the football team when they when they moved out of the city, Matt. You said you didn't think there was like another team like where it would feel worse, and like I remember when the mm. football team moved out, and that felt really weird. Um. Especially because it happened right after the, the the wizards and the caps had moved into the city, mm-hmm. but with them, like it was more logistics, and it made sense. They needed a bigger stadium, and there wasn't really a spot in the city for it to happen. And they had also kind of like flirted with Virginia, so it, it made sense to a degree. So like this isn't the same thing. Um, and Greg, you're right. Like, Winnie can cure every everything so like if they were to start winning I don't like in that moment we probably wouldn't really care like wherever they are once they're there um like, things will be okay and yeah people will still go to games in a sense it may not be the same people though and I think that's the the important thing is like when I think about and when I'm sad about them moving out it mostly has to do it one hundred percent has to do from like the community and culture aspect, and yeah, mm-hmm. there's a rich history with basketball. Um, I was thinking about it today. Like, um, it, the basketball is just not a DC thing. Like, it's a it's a DMV thing where mm-hmm. there's a rich history with basketball. It's not just the district. It's Maryland and it's Virginia and it's even outside of the DMV and going into Baltimore. Um, but. When I think about like all the great players that came from the D&D, like no shade, but the Virginia players, they're not from Nova.
0: That's can think very of ju-
3: one. I can think of one, if we talk like top-notch NBA players who like grew up in Nova, and it's Grant Hill.
0: Okay. Oh. But
3: the other Virginia players, the Allen Iverson, Iverson the Moses Malone's, the Joe Smith's. Hampton Roads. Bill Curry. Ralph mm-hmm. Sampson, most of them. You're right, Frank. They're from like Hampton Roads, not 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 Ralph Sampson, but the others for sure.
1: Yeah. Um,
3: a lot of talent in Hampton. No, Roads. Yeah, a lot of talent. Hampton Roads is yeah, pretty um, stacked. Um, no shade to Nova, though. I'm just pointing that
2: out. Um, <laughs> no, I mean we know so all the, all all DMV, well. all the DMV talents in PG County. That's yeah, that is but true, it,
3: but it's not just about like the team and the game day experience. Like, we need at least, I feel like we need to have vibrant downtown areas. And, yes, you know, that pays for schools, it absolutely pays for teachers, it pays for infrastructure, it transportation, pays for transportation, the metro, and even. You know for those motherfuckers they would be happy to hear that it even play is for our police mm-hmm. um leaving the district will 100 percent lead to a worse community in chinatown in the gallery place area
1: mm. um
2: it-
3: And when I think about the crowds that go to those games, and I I think Aldridge said this in his piece, like when you look at the Wizards crowds, like they represent like what the district is about and its diversity. And, And they did that also when they were at the Cap Center. But I'll point out one thing about when they were at the Cap Center. They were in PG County. And PG County is majority black county it's the richest majority black county in the country
0: Mm -hmm.
3: it's not virginian and for the we didn't talk a lot about the caps but the caps crowds don't look the same as the withers they
0: do not no do
3: not
2: yeah there's a lot more people there it's a lot more full
3: yeah yeah there's a lot of different people too in virginia and dc are while they're well, maybe Potomac Yard is right across the river. They're they're culturally distinct. Virginia is not go-go. Virginia no. is not half smokes. No. You know, half smokes at the Duke, Duke Ellington didn't live in Virginia. Um no mumbo sauce. Yeah. Community and cultures aren't interchangeable just because they're next to each other, right? That's right. So um I, and especially when we think about like the district compared to like Nova, like there's distinctive cultures that are forged along racial lines, right Um, so it's not as simple as just distance traveled and it being only a few miles um So I yeah, I, I just like. You know, the, the people who don't want to come into the city because they think there's high crime and stuff, like, I guess they're entitled to that. And also, at the same time, you're going to have people who don't want to ride an extra 20 or 30 minutes on the metro because right they don't want to go to Potomac Yard.
0: They might not feel welcome in Potomac Yard. aldridge, yeah. aldridge, I, aldridge it just, put it really it just,
3: well. It, it just sucks. And yeah. I, uh, hopefully, you know... Things will change and ultimately they won't break ground or anything but this has been a bad week fingers yeah. crossed
2: yeah yeah aldridge said exactly that mike in in his piece i'm sure you saw it but that he said you know a lot of people in the suburbs say they don't feel safe coming to dc and that's fine that's you know people have the right to feel safe but know that there are some people who live in dc who probably won't feel super safe going down to that's alexandria right. so that's right
3: and I also feel like I feel like that's a like a, a talking point for like fans, and I feel like it's talking point for like fans who don't even like really go to the games to begin with. Yeah, like for Ted, going like, go to those games, it, it's more beneficial for him in his pockets. Yeah, and I get that. I just don't think it's the right decision. And as we pointed out earlier, like you know, for Abe pollen that wasn't you know. Money was a factor, but it wasn't 100% the only factor.
0: That's right. Hmm. Well, I think let's end it there. Uh, Thank you so much to our guest, Mike Sparacino, for joining us. Um, Come back anytime. You're welcome. Whenever you want. Hopefully, the next time you come on, we'll be in happier circumstances. Yeah, um,
3: I was I was thinking about this. I know I've like recorded some messages for you all. Yeah, I've been quoted, and I was thinking about the times that has happened. It was um, when we traded prior, Hachimura. It was Bradley Beal getting traded. Yeah. And now we're here. At- Hachimura. Like, yeah. It'd be nice if one time I could contribute on a positive. note. Well, yeah,
2: I'm yeah. Not sure, when that could
0: be, but yeah. I, I don't this know. Be maybe. the next.
2: What'll be the next positive DC I mean, sports thing?
0: Maybe like the UMD women will win the NCAA oh, yeah. tournament this year. Maybe, maybe yeah.
2: Obi
3: breaks the goals record
0: like 10
2: years from now. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Bradley Beal will come back and break the the Wizards score. Oh,
0: record. man. Oh, we've all been, we were we all
2: counting
3: down. All I yeah. thought you were just going to say Bradley Beal returns to play against the Wizards. like <laughs> homecoming, And I was going to make a joke about if he's healthy, but yeah, we'll see if that, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Scoring record. Maybe Gosh, hey, when is he's you, not going to break
2: played... his Sun's record based on his no games no. played so far. No, he played the three of them. Beal, Durant and Booker played the first game together last night.
0: Oh, good for them. Finally three, three, two or three months into the season, right? Yeah. They, yeah. they played last night.
3: They lost. Yeah, they lost to Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize they played. Yeah. Oh, man.
0: No. No.
1: Revenge game.
0: Revenge game. Yeah.
1: Um, for who? Well, Spencer Dinwiddie? <laughs> yeah, for the, 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 the Cam Johnson and uh, the yeah, Campaign.
0: Yeah. Mikhail
2: Bridges.
1: Bridges. Bridges. Your,
2: yeah. No, your boy Campaign is in Milwaukee now. Excuse right? me. Yeah, excuse
0: he, me. I keep forgetting that. He's, he's backing up Dame. I keep forgetting that. Um, well, of course, uh, hail the commanders, uh, go commanders. Um, and that's all we got, uh, for this episode. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye.